Welcome back to the Empowered Woman, Badass, and Unfiltered Podcast. Your host, Olivia, here. And today, we're talking about getting some of your time back. And when you get your time back, you it's not just like idle time. No, you get you get time with your children. You get time with your friends. You get time with your family. You get time doing the things that you love to do that are not related to the things that you have to do or the things that you think you have to do. And today I have Pam Wiser with Be The Wiser, and she's going to be talking about the importance of time management, delegating tasks, you know, um, business organization. I mean, she's got over 20 years of experience being an operations manager and an executive ex- assistant. So definitely check the links below. She's got her LinkedIn there and her website there as well. Um, Pam, it's so good to have you. Hi, Olivia. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So what made you start your business? Oh, uh, so with all of this experience and working for other people, during COVID, I was not wanting to sit in front of the TV or do things that were mindless. And so I reached out to friends and family and asked if anybody had a need for project management or administrative support. And I had some takers and I actually did it as a side gig. So I was working a full-time job, uh, you know, and all the craziness that was going on when we were locked down. And I was doing this on the side to make some extra cash. And so when I, I lost my job, I moved back to California. I took another job that didn't work out. And I said, why do I need to work for somebody else? I have all of this experience. I've done this as a side gig. I can do this on my own. And I took my business full-time in January of 2022. That's exciting. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's scary. Every day is exciting. <laughs> it's, it's okay. There's a lot of anxiety that comes with that. Yes. Um, and, but it feels the same as excitement. So that's why I just say it's exciting. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> it pushes you out of your comfort zone. Um, that's right. What, what was it that in your head that was like, I don't need to work for anybody else. What was that? When did that click? When I decided that I didn't want to retire in the U.S. I knew that I had to find an option to get me out of being behind somebody else's desk. And so all I need is an internet connection and I can work from anywhere in the world. And where do you want to go? Like, where do you want to retire? Oh, I don't even know if I'm ever going to be able to retire, but I'd love to be able to sit on a beach with my laptop if I have to work. Um, You know, there's a lot of options. I've thought about Panama. I've thought about Mexico. I've thought about Portugal. thought about Spain. um, Lots of different options. So as soon as the opportunity is right, I will start to explore where that works for me. so there's also tax implications. So I have to, you know, figure out what, what works for me. So I'm not paying, you know, paying everybody to do what I really want to do. Oh, I understand. I know a lot, yeah. I know a lot of people that like live that nomadic lifestyle. Um, and I mean, it's, it's totally feasible. It is totally yeah. feasible. Um, so yeah, you, you'll, you'll totally be able to do that. Yeah. What are Just, some of the things that you help people with? Most of it is around time management. So, and a lot of that, a lot of the things that I do fall under time management. So 
prioritizing, delegating, taking things off of their plates, getting people organized, um, setting up systems, implementing systems and process in their businesses. And so, and all of that falls under time management because there is, that is something that we don't have enough of. And it's helping people become more productive. So working smarter, not harder and using their time and energy more efficiently and helping them do provide or give more output so that they can add to their profits. Tell me a success story. Oh, so <laughs> I have so many. I have, um, you know, a lot of I'm, a lot of what I'm doing right now is CRM implementation. Uh, I do that a lot with with a lot of my my companies that I'm working with. Um, I work with a lot of startups, and um, just the fact that they're still using spreadsheets, and which is really time consuming. They a CRM will do everything for you. It automates everything. It holds all of your contacts. It holds all of your opportunities. It's in one centralized location. It gives you a funnel for your sales. And when you implement something like that, you it's it's moving people from antiquated to current. And so I've had, um, it, oh gosh, I have so many that I don't have a specific one, but it's the like, thank you so much for helping us move into the 21st century because we're still using spreadsheets. Um, I have a lot of clients who are um, who are, are not using CRMs, um, but I help them with their, you know, scheduling, things like coaches who need scheduling um, or setting up events for, for um, other people. Um, so I do a lot of different things. Um, and a lot of it is just that collective sigh of relief. So I'm here. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Um, you know, and they're able to move forward in their businesses. So I don't really have a specific story, um, but I do hear that collective sigh of relief because I'm here to save the day. <laughs> I love that. So what are some of your favorite CRMs and scheduling apps? Uh, so I, for scheduling, I actually use Google. Uh, everything is in my calendar. I do uh, everything is in my calendar. So whether it's personal, professional, um, you know, I go on a walk, I have to exercise, I have work, everything is color coded. So I know exactly what it is. So if I have a networking event or a podcast or a, you know, I, I work, so everything is color coded. I know exactly what each one of those things mean. Um, for CRMs, um, I'm currently implementing with Monday, which is actually a really great uh, CRM. I've worked with Salesforce, HubSpot, um, Monday a few times, uh, Active Campaign for the smaller companies that I've worked with. Um, so those are the biggest ones. I use a lot of project management tools as well. <laughs> what are some of those? Um, Monday is also a great one. Trello is mm -hmm. a great one. I actually use that with quite a few of my clients. So I use it for myself and my business, but I also uh, use that with other clients. Um, I use, uh, let's see, HubSpot also has a project management tool. Um, I've used Teamwork before, Asana. So, you know, they're, I'm, I'm sort of all over the board. 
Absolutely. I'm with you on the Google thing. Like you were speaking my language because that's exactly how my calendar (laughs) looks. Like everything is color coded. It's because if it doesn't get on the calendar, it doesn't get done. That's right. And if it doesn't have room to get on the calendar, like that's people have to realize how much time things actually take. I think that they take on things without realizing the time commitment that those things will take and then leaving time for buffer room for mistakes um, to figure things out. Because when you first start a system, it's going to take longer than when you've been doing it for a few years yes. and you know and how to quickly do something. Um, so nothing I ever think- happened. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say nothing ever happens the way it's supposed to happen. So mm-hmm. you can plan all you want, but something is ultimately going to happen or a client's going to come in and need something urgently. And that totally derails the rest of your day. And I mean, your schedule is honestly like an outline of the day. You know, it's not necessarily like it, it does not have to go exactly that way. And, and you freak out. No, like that's, I think that a lot of people don't understand that because I'll show them what I have going on and they'll be like, oh my God, like, that's so, what if things don't go as planned? Nothing ever goes as planned. What do you mean? But I get stuff done. Like yeah. you, do you want to get things done? Like, or do you just want to just not? Because the time's going to pass anyway. Uh (laughs) That's true. I, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many days I look at my calendar and I see what's on the calendar and then I have to move whatever didn't get done to later in the week. It gets done, but not at the time I actually planned it to. What type of mindset do you get in when you are planning? Because I think that this is something that, I get into a specific mindset when I'm planning out my week. What does that look like for you? And what do you suggest for your clients when they're planning out their schedules? It's what the priorities are. Mm -hmm. So what's most urgent? What's most important? What do you have a deadline for? What do you, what can, what is the biggest task? And do you need to break that down into smaller tasks more manageable tasks to, to get you to the end goal for that larger task. So, um, it's making lists. I make a lot of lists, figuring out what I need to do, transferring that to the calendar. And a lot of this takes a lot of time on the front end, but ultimately it saves you time on the back end, right? So you do need to have time. I set aside time on my calendar for a couple hours at the beginning of the week and a couple of hours at the end of the week. Sometimes that doesn't happen. But I, part of that is for planning. Part of that's for creating social media. Part of that's for, you know, maybe updating my website. It's just for my own business and I'm not focusing on any of my clients. So, um, you know, putting that time on the calendar and actually sticking to it and holding myself accountable is really important. Um, well, what else? I mean, it's, it's you have to focus. You have to, even if it's for a small, short period of time, you have to focus so that you can get those tasks translated to the calendar and get them done. Prep work is everything. I said that today when I was prepping for these Easter egg, this Easter egg hunt, there's multiple times that I'm going in to get the numbers tags, you know, for all of the items that we have, um, the logistics that went into that beforehand. I'm telling you, like when I'm planning my life, planning Olivia she knows me she knows me so well because I'll literally be like okay 
I'll look at the schedule. I'll be like, uh, you know what? I'm going to need some time with my, my family after all of this. I'm going to go ahead and block that because if I don't, it don't happen. Because I'm one of those that like will do all the work all the time and just keep going. Um, and I, I love that you you talked about making the time to actually do the deep work because that planning that implementation that, that's that's deep work like and in limiting your distractions so you can actually be focused because for me i will close out all the tabs on my computer all go ahead you, you guys listen that, that are listening to close the tabs out when you want to be focused just go ahead and do that um turn off your phone don't check your social media room. yeah Close your office door, mm-hmm. you know, give a toy to your child. If you're, you know, if there's distraction, I mean, you have to be able to focus or your business doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. You have to make this time a priority um, because it, it does change things so much. So what are you looking most forward to doing this year? Who are, who are you trying to help the most? I am trying to work with startups. Um, that's really where my background is. I worked with, uh, I was in the tech industry for 20, 20 plus years. And, and so startups where the craziness and the chaos sort of rule um, I love that. I come in, I bring organization to their chaos. Um, I'm working with business leaders, um, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and really just getting them to be more productive and working smarter, not harder. What are some other things that you think get in the way of people's productivity? <laughs> so much. Uh, <laughs> not setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to be able to say no to things if you're. Uh, you know, if, if you can't do the things that are already on your plate and somebody's asking you to do something else, you have to be able to say no, or is there a chance that we can delay this because I'm already full delegation. People tend not to delegate until it's too late when they're overwhelmed and they don't realize that again, it goes back to not having time to go to your kids activities or you're working 70 hours a week, or you're you're doing things that are burning you out or not moving your business forward. And in that case, it's time to delegate. Um, not prioritizing. Um, and you just, you have to be able to make those lists, figure out what's most important and most urgent. Um, doing the most difficult task first first is also another key. Um, or breaking that task down into smaller bits. And then at least you get to the end of your project by doing little bits at a time instead of having it sit there and, you know, knowing that you have to do it and nothing is happening. Eat the frog. Yes. Um, Yeah, I... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Those things, not, yeah, not delegating not are are waiting until you're like drowning to be like oh can you give me some help here or like no one helps me you know it don't it, it's not even like asking at that point it's just like you don't do this you just you end up with your family members you end up getting real upset um for them not knowing they don't, they don't even know they don't know unless yeah. you communicate with them and I think that really comes into that that that, that importance of planning too you know when you plan you can plan for Hey, can you um, 
take so-and-so to their soccer game? Can you pick up the groceries to, you know, this week? Can you, that communication piece, I think a lot of times when people get overwhelmed, they lack some communication um, with the people in their lives. Yeah. Um, And delegating has to be done in your personal life as well. So mm -hmm. you can't do everything, you know, it's even if you're not, you don't have your own business, you have to be able to delegate so that you can free up time to hang out with your kids when you need to. Yeah. And your Um, husband or your partner or whoever. There was something else she said, and I'm trying to think back to exactly what it was. And then I got a thought, but I'll just, it'll come back to me later. Okay. Um, (laughs) So you said you like to work with startups. I do. What is it about startups that like just excites you the most? They're young companies. They don't know what they don't know. I can come in and help them streamline systems. Generally, they don't have process in place, so I can help them with process. It's very chaotic. When you work in a startup, everybody's jumping in and doing everything, right? So no, everybody wears different hats. No, nobody is really, it's everybody's job. And nobody really says that's not my job because there isn't, uh, generally isn't an administrative support person. And so everybody has to jump in and do everything. And so when I come in, it's generally everything's in disarray. There's no, <laughs> no organization. They don't have a CRM in place or they don't have a, some of these companies don't even have password managers. So I get them organized um, and just creating these systems and processes helps them save money and time. It also helps them make money. Yes. Um, yes. Efficiency, it, r- less risk, less human error, less, you know, everything is more accurate, um, you know, security for your business organization. The importance of investing in a service like yours. Um, can you go into the details of that? Like just the importance of it. Yeah. I mean, it's helping your business scale effectively and efficiently. And it goes back to what I was just saying. Like most of these companies don't have an operations person because administrative help is hired last. And so a lot of these projects and tasks fall through the cracks or they don't get done or, you know, there's somebody who has a one job that they're, you know, they're responsible for. And then there's a whole slew of things that they're added, that is added to their plate that they don't know how to do efficiently. And so it takes them more time, more effort. They don't have the time and they can't focus on the job that they were hired to do. So it's important to have somebody come in who knows systems and process and figures out, can figure out what areas uh, for improvement are needed so that the company can move forward, so that the CEO can focus on meeting with clients and customers, so that they can focus on goals and strategies and not get caught up in the smaller tasks. Yeah. So they can work in the business and not on the business. Correct. Like they can actually do what they're, you know, called to do. Um, and I love that you give people that uh, in businesses that opportunity to really get back to doing what they wanted to do in the first place and not the things that they didn't really know that they needed to do. But yeah. it's kind of important because, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in an ever evolving world. Yes. Um, 
so these are these are very important things. Now, they say like most businesses fail after five years. What do you believe is contributing to that? Because there's a lot. I know there's a lot. So there is a lot. <laughs> Uh, I think it's not getting the right coaching or support that you need, um, not having transparency and communication, not creating efficiency and effectiveness in your business, not managing your time correctly, um, you know, not using the right tools, not setting your boundaries. It all goes back to time management, right? Um you know, and not finding the right, the right clients. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to find the right clients if you're doing all of the other things that aren't really your job when you're not able to like speak to your people. That's right. You can't get on the, <laughs> on the ground. You can't canvas, you know, pro prospects, you know, let's say that you have a distillery. I don't know why distilleries come to my mind, but that's what I don't even drink. But that's what came to my mind. And let's say you you want to get your your beer in um, different restaurants. Well, if you can't even go and talk to those other restaurants because you're sitting here focusing on the labeling and focusing on like all of this other stuff, then then that won't help you grow. Sales sales is so important, but it's not the only important thing. Getting the get, cracks cracks are what break dams that's right dams are broken from the smallest cracks that they have not, not like the big things no it's the little little things that pile up on top of each other just like stress in your life it's the little things that just keep piling the 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 big traumas yeah the, the, those are real traumas but then the the small little t traumas they keep piling on they still have the same effects that end up being stress right which stress causes 90 percent of the diseases in our world, like cancers and stuff like that, you know, and not, and when you're doing extra work, those are causing more little T traumas, little stresses that are affecting your health. So it's not just, you know, getting time back. It's getting, it's, it's getting time, like your life back, yes. not having to do the things that you didn't even specialize in. You don't have to do it all. And I think it's it's nice that you're here to show people you don't have to do it all. This is just hire somebody that knows what to do. That's right. I I feel like if you have self-care, you actually go out and take walks, you exercise, you take care of yourself. You can't pour from an empty cup, right? So you have work-life balance. If you um have good time management skills, it there's less stress and less disappointment, and you can continue to move forward. Absolutely. Well, Pam, yeah. it was awesome having you. Is there anything else you'd like to share? Oh, you know, I would love to talk to anybody who is struggling with their time, their time management, their tasks in their business, um, you know, or just to even connect. I would love that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Again, again, guys, her links are in the show notes below. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Empowered Woman, Badass and 
Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.